Good afternoon, Patriots, and today is Monday, July 31st. We survived the month without a nuclear strike, without another bioweapon, but we did get a few fires in Canada, which, of course, were had nothing to do with directed energy weapons and arson, but that was all global warming. In the meantime, <clears throat> while you're worrying about cow farts and bovine farts raising the global temperature, Dubai has decided it's a good idea, in spite of all of that, to burn 42 million tires. And I'm sure that does a great thing to for the global warming efforts and the pollution and the carbon credits and all that other good stuff. Whatever. These people that believe in global warming and are environmentalists, you know, they just need another planet. And I would be very encouraged if Elon Musk did come up with a way to send them all to Mars. I would encourage that. Please leave. Please go. Please go somewhere else and start something new. Patriots, one thing that's absolutely clear in this time of psychopathic leadership or lack thereof, but high, high on the psychopath and low on the leadership, they'll do anything to stay in power. Anything, including an EMP. And that's why we have EMPShield.com. So if you head on over to EMPShield.com, you're going to use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, that's going to give you $50 off on one of these great devices, and they have devices for everything. So you'll get $50 off free shipping, and they still have site-wide 10% off for Freedom Sale. So these EMP shields are made in the U.S. They've been tested at the finest of labs, and they're all geared towards supporting and protecting against a level 1, 2, or 3 EMP lightning strikes and solar flares up to 230,000 amps. So, yeah, you get pretty well covered. And they've got devices for your ATV, for your car, for your house, for your RV, for your standalone generator, for your solar array, for even for your base station radio. Great insurance, great value, can't go wrong. I have them on the ATV, I have them on my car, my Jeep, my dad has them on his rigs, we have them on the house. They're good, they're worth worth the money. So head on over to EMP Shield, empshield.com, use your promo code BARDS, and you're off to the races. It's pretty good. Well, Patriots, in another day of another beginning of a week of nonsense in the news, which is all designed to distract you and keep your eyes off of God and keep your eyes off of loving one another, we have all sorts of fun stuff to talk about, you know, like asking Hunter Biden by his, by the court, why why he was, uh, why his dad's administration arrested his best friend. I'm sure he's going to get a legitimate answer there, but in a real story that actually does have impact. The yellow trucking line shut down over the weekend. It filed for bankruptcy, leaving 33,000 people unemployed. Now, that may not sound like a big deal. It is a big deal. It's one of the oldest trucking lines in the United States. And with them gone, that means you have increased consolidation into the hands of the wicked. So increasing consolidation and reduction of supply chain support means that if you are not growing food and you're not prepping for an incoming disaster, you're going to be caught short. And I really mean that. So pay attention because the economy is being shifted and they're setting the big traps right now. And they're going to migrate a ton of people into this. Now, you know, I'm going to be blunt. At this point, I can't vote for any any candidate. I don't care if that offends somebody or not. I mean, including Trump or including RFK. And this is why. Fundamentally, no one is talking about key issues that have to be addressed. No one is talking about reducing the surveillance state. No one is talking about the CBDC and stopping it. No one is talking about kicking the Fed out of the country. And I know a bunch of the Q toasters out there are going to try to tell me that 
Trump owns the Fed and all this garbage. Whatever. No, we don't. We have to start seeing some legitimate proof. RFK is talking some good stuff right now as far as waking up the liberals. But here's the problem. There's no door open for them to embrace Trump supporters. In fact, RFK has drawn a line between that. And so when you have hostility that's going to happen, the liberals are extremely good at being arrogant and stupid. They're just, they've mastered that. I can't, I'm not going to take it away from them. And I don't want to, I don't want to in any way discourage them because arrogance is the downfall of humankind. And hopefully it will be the downfall of the liberal party, but, and the liberal movement, but liberals are arrogant and quite frankly, they are blind because of it. And what happens when you have a candidate like RFK Jr. out here and he's saying some good stuff, the liberals are going to hear him and turn to everybody else and say, see, we're right, you're wrong. And then on top of it, you're going to get like every other, other person that drives an EV. You know, just like this. If you drive an EV, I don't care. But the problem is if someone drives an EV, which they're typically liberal, by the way, it's either my way or the highway. So if if I don't drive an EV, I'm wrong. I'm a, I'm a anti-environmentalist. I hate Earth. I want to burn it all down. I'm a commie or I'm a tyrannical capitalist, all these things. That's the way the left thinks. And nobody out here is forcing them to break those walls down. They are so deeply programmed. So right now we're walking into a political race that is divided already. And we have Camp 1, President Trump Camp, Pre Camp 2, we have the RFK camp, no hope of bringing those two together in the near future because they all hate each other for the same reasons that they are voting for their candidates. It's ridiculous. And, they're, and the two candidates are saying things that are very similar. But the people, the people, that would be the large body of people that follow Trump or RFK, you're retarded. I don't know how else to say it. I'm going to be blunt. You're retarded. And you're so retarded because instead of putting your eyes on God and walking with the kingdom, you're out here worshiping a candidate. And that's idolatry. And may the lightning bolt strike you in the butt as it sends you to the ground, because this is literally where we have to start waking up as a nation if we're going to have any chance of coming together, which leads me to what's going to, we're going to be talking about next Sunday. Next Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern, Jaron Jackson is on to start teaching common law. He will be on, it will be a Clout Hub program. The links for Jaron Jackson's stuff to start studying beforehand will be posted under this podcast, and it will be posted in Telegram Room, and it will be posted tonight. I want people to start studying on it. It's a lot to study and take in. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we are here today humbled and eyes open and just really praying for a country that can't seem to figure out that politics are a game. Really praying for a country that keeps worshiping Trump and keeps wor or worshiping somebody else like RFK, thinking that a man is going to save a problem in a country that you gave us to steward. So, Father, I open this prayer with just a prayer for mercy, a mercy for the ridiculous people out here that continue to fall in that trap, that can't seem to see that the only way through this problem is to put our eyes on you, humble ourselves before the throne, and pray for forgiveness and repentance as a nation. But unfortunately, unfortunately, Father, you've taken second seat in most people's lives. You're a convenient person to see to on the weekends on Sunday, you're a, and you're a convenient person to visit when all things go wrong. But in a daily life, the majority of people in this country do not walk with you. They do not put their eyes on you first. They would rather spend their time worrying about the crap of, of 
politics, the stupidity of the news, rather than putting their eyes on you first and humbling themselves before the throne. So, Father, I pray for mercy today for all those that will join in. Mercy for this nation. Mercy for those souls. They cannot seem to figure out that politics is a game. A game that they're being used that's being used to to herd the people into a trap, and there's no control over this other than the people have to start taking sovereign control over this world. So, Father, we open this prayer this week up this week as well with a prayer for what's to come next Sunday, a class on common law, and we pray that the prayer I put before here today, Father, is that many people will show up. Many, many people will show up to start taking the time to learn what common law is and understand how it is the biblical foundation of how we are supposed to live. It empowers each and every one of us that we are to use those tools in our lives to be able to take back our authority and power in this structure of this system and that we can do so and to win. But the nonsense games that continue to go on here endlessly, endlessly going on with politics. We're 18 months out from anything. There's no pathway for any candidate to win, and yet they keep telling people, you need to vote with machines that are not certified, with an election system that is corrupted and broken to the very core, with three-letter agencies running rampant, with spending going off the chain, with all sorts of conspiracy theorists now trying to suggest that, in fact, we aren't really watching real people. We're watching actors that Trump hired. This is how stupid people are getting. And so, Father, we pray for a little bit of sanity. Sanity of people will start to put their head back into the focus of where they need to, which is through kingdom eyes. And to start to see this world for what it really is. Realize it is a fallen world. Realize that the only way out is through our loving Christ, to humble ourselves before Jesus, to accept Christ in our heart, to repent for where we are, to pray for mercy for this nation, and then to proceed in this world with the door open to invite you in, to take a seat at the table, to join us, to dine in everything we do. It's incredible, Father. As I look around, it just you, you step into, it's like going in time loops where we, we make progress and then you look around at the world and you're like, what happened? Anger and violence going off the rails in so many pieces. News media becoming an oversaturation of the, of the retarded the agony of things going on. In the meantime, the number one thing that keeps moving on is the horrors of children. And these fools that are running this world continue to terrorize children every single day. And we're sitting here wondering who's going to win an election in 18 months. Forgive us, Father. Forgive us. Forgive us for losing our minds, thinking that bovine farts are going to cause global warming, thinking that somehow eating lab-grown meat is going to be better for you than eating an animal that you gave us to steward. Eating genetically modified stuff that human beings genetically modified, the creations that you gave us, is somehow better than what you gave us. All of this comes from a fallen world. All of this comes from a world that walks not with you. Not a world that walks in the, in the spirit of the, of the Holy Spirit. Not a world, world that walks with Christ in their heart. This is a world that walks in the mentality and insanity of the thoughts of men. And it's the same world. 
that still asks questions every time something comes up. There's going to be another pandemic. There's going to be another this. There's going to be war. There's going to be nuclear war. The constant cycle of fear that people cannot get out of. So, Father, we pray today for the breaking of chains of this, to sever that places of fear. And we know what that will do, because we know it will leave many people empty and wandering. Because without their fear, they have no purpose. Without their anger, they have no function. Without their hatred, they have no existence. So, Father, we pray for it to be broken, for the chains and controls of that to be severed and to leave them wandering truly in the desert in that empty darkness so that we can then engage them. And in that moment of darkness where they think that there is nothing else left, that everything that they valued from money to hatred to to despicable ideas even to their obsessions with porn, will be cast into a sea where they cannot find their way. And it's there that the light will reach them. So, Father, we, we pray for these breakings of chains and the opportunities to engage these people, to bring them to an understanding of the greater love in Christ. And our hands are out, but equally our hearts are frustrated for a nation that continues to auger itself down into the pits of hell by choice, by free will always obsessed with the wrong things. One thing replaces, one idol replaces the next and the next and the next. And it just is endless. The question that we place here before the throne, Father, is when are people going to realize that the only way through this is the love in you? That to this, we have to literally shift the way we think, shift a paradigm, stop trying to do what we did in the past to bring it into a future that is undefined. And above all, when are we going to make as a nation, as a world, the priority of the children? We say children, we, see, we get this momentum going with sound of freedom, and then we start, start, start talking politics, presidential elections, Trump, JFK, or RFK. When is it going to stop? So, Father, we just plead mercy for this nation. And we plead common sense and we just pray for the power of the remnant here that sits in these prayers and looks to you and raises our hands in prayer that we can shake this world from its dark slumber, its self-obsessive need to worship men and start leaning into the greatest issue of all, which is the children. I have no idea how people will face you in, in, in that time when we are judged when they have sat here worrying about everything else but the most important issue in their lives, rescuing, healing, and restoring the children. Forgive us, Father, as a nation. And for all those hearts that are seeking to do the right thing, empower them, empower us all, so that we can be a louder voice to shake this tree and to wake people up. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Tell you what, after that prayer, I needed my pillow. I'm going to go over and grab my pillow after this and go to sleep for a while. You know, my pillow 2.0 is what you need. That'll get you going every single time. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. 
MyPillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. MyPillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of MyPillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit mypillow.com. Mypillow.com forward slash Bards promo code Bards. You know where it's at. Hit it there. You got it. You know, it is very frustrating when we look in this world right now, and this politics is just irritating to me. And it's irritating because the belief that people are having that one person can change the world. So let's let's back up a little bit and look at this. We have a group of people, which we'll call MAGA, that will vote for President Trump even if he walked out and, and literally he said it before, he could walk down the street in New York and shoot somebody and people would vote for him. So the issue is at play here is accountability and responsibility. And yet everybody focuses on voting for one man. Imagine if that many people said no to taxes, no to the government no to the FBI, and stood up to the FBI with the force that they rally with Trump. And if they did, we would solve things. This is why I keep saying politics is the distraction. We keep hearing that there's going to be this big, I'm going to shake up D.C. This is President Trump. RFK Jr. is saying the same thing. I'm going to break the CIA into a thousand pieces. How? I want to hear how that's going to happen. Because at the end of the day, an individual is going to say what they need to say to get into power. But here's a, let's read this headline, and it's to my point exactly. President Trump teases GOP rivals, suggests he might pick one as his running mate, mocking their chances of securing the party's presidential nomination. It's just a game. All the, they're just playing a game. We have people out here dying. Someone said, ask RFK for an interview. I already have. He's already been on the show. And I've asked President Trump for an interview. He hasn't been on the show. So the door is always open. I've always said that. And I'm, but I'm not going to spend my time groveling for these interviews. There's more important things to topic, to cover in topics. So we just need to start understanding the reality here that we have the power. And when we get that back in our, our brains and we start to realize we have the power, we have the power to say no. Tonight, I'm going to play the full new release, seven and a half minutes of the Project Veritas piece. This was sent to me. I know it's out there. I got it early this morning from Hannah Giles, the CEO of Project Veritas, who is going to be on the show, I believe, next week. It's great. We've got some good people on the show this week and have good people coming up. These are important topics. These are the people making changes. And just so you get real clear here, because I'll talk more about it as we get closer, but James O'Keefe is out at Project Veritas. And I would just simply say this, out of respect for all parties, that story has not been told. So if you're listening to the O'Keefe story, just remember you're, you're literally getting half of it. What has happened there is good. It's better for both parties. I know this for a fact. And I have a tremendous amount of respect for Hannah Giles, who is now the CEO of Project Veritas. So it's... It's all good, okay? 
And it's just like all this other noise that goes on when you have like Tim Ballard and, and Jim Caviezel suddenly getting attacked and all Patriots are jumping on board like flies on poo. And it's like, where was that three weeks ago? Where was that four weeks ago? It all happens because something gets successful and two things happen. One, there is a legitimate attack to try to defeat the success. That's by those of institutional power. And then you have these scumbags out here that are running their programs that want to take advantage of the moment because the movie's been successful to get more funding for their own programs. We are a corrupted nation. The, the, we, we are morally bankrupt as a people. And our focus needs to be, when we say rescue, heal, and restore, and we're talking about children, we're trying to reset a nation through its youth. Because quite frankly, there's so many Americans in this state right now, and I don't care which, which color, race, gender you are, it's just morally bankrupt. People are just not willing to walk in the authority and, with, and the accountability of God. And I, you know, I really think if people really had the encounter with Jesus and the encounter with Father, man, every single thing they ever did wrong in their life, they would be in tears on the floor just begging for mercy. That's the concept of fear before the Lord. But we don't have that anymore in our society. We just ramble along, do our thing. Who cares? Steal a little bit here. We've all done stuff. I'm not putting anybody or myself on above anybody else. I'm talking about where we are right here in this moment. And this is why it's urgent that we, we push the gospel of Jesus Christ out here to people. Get people to in, embrace it and understand what's at stake. It's one of our great missions and commissions. And above all, children. So I just want to capstone that for today. Because in all this noise and confusion... And I saw a tweet today by RFK, and he, he says, you know, who's going to stand up for the bees? Well, you know, okay, I'm glad, because we do have bee problems, and, I'm, and it comes through the problem with all the spraying and chemicals and genetic crap that we keep putting into our soil and so forth. Yes. But how about if we changed, you know, where is, where is the tweet that says, who is going to fix the problem of our children being pillaged in schools, being trafficked? being raped, being sacrificed. Nobody wants to bring this out for full front in the, in the public's eye. So we will. I will anyway. You know, and that's why I say I can't, at this point in time, when someone says to me, who are you going to vote for? I'm like, I'm not, at this point, going to vote for anybody. I might put Jesus on the ballot. That might be a good idea. Just vote Jesus. Because all of this is about money, and all of this is about raising money and and. It's just, it's a ridiculous game. The billions of dollars that are spent on these campaigns. And did you, you know, just take a drive through Portland like I did last week or last weekend. This is abject poverty in our cities, abject poverty. And it's abject poverty layered on with drug abuse, rape. There's a serial killer running around in the homeless community right now in Portland. And I'm, I'm sure I'm, the pr cops are probably trying to figure a way that they can give him a rainbow shirt and bring him in and give him a cup of tea to make him better because that's the way Portland's policing works now. They're supposed to love the criminal, hug them, maybe maybe bring the serial rapist and murderer to your home to have tea with them so, and give them, expose them to your kids. That's the world we are now. It just gets absolutely insane after a while. And it's up to the few. We are not... 
This country is we the people. It isn't a president plus the people. The only way forward in this is local community action. Ignore the presidential politics. You can decide who you're going to vote for in the la- in 24 hours before the race. If you're a slow reader, maybe it'll take you 72. But all this garbage needs to be tabled because it's not getting us anywhere except division and hatred. One Quick credit to Canada. They can't campaign for their position except for 30 days out in advance of the election. Smart move. We need to do the same thing. Tell you, ridiculous, ridiculous. So much time and effort wasted right now. All just to fill news cycles so people will just do clickbait. That's it. And donate. I want to know how the Trump campaign got my home address to sort of sending me stuff to my house. I, I, I did not authorize that, by the way. Stop it. That would be good. All right, Patriots. It's, I was out in the garden earlier before this, having a wonderful moment trimming up tomatoes. Have you ever let tomatoes grow wild? Don't. <laughs> that is like octopus times 10. Man, they got all over the place. I had to go back and trim them all up and stake them. Crazy days. Crazy days. All right, Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. I know you'll be there because you're excited to hear whatever great things I'm going to talk about tonight. Because quite frankly, I think I've got a, I'm kind of getting on that fire train tonight. Going to scorch earth some stuff. Maybe a little bit of napalm with it as well. And all right, so until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, This country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, 
and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 